and from Hafiz, the gift, the diamond <clears throat> takes shape. Some parrots have become so skilled with the human voice they could give a brilliant discourse about freedom and God. And an unsighted man nearby might even applaud with the thought, I just heard jewels fall from the great saint's mouth. Though my master used to say, the diamond takes shape slowly with, integrity, with integrity's great force and from the profound courage to never relinquish love. Some parrots have become so skilled with words, the blind turn over their gold and live in cage and feathered, not ever aware of what has taken place. And another one, that does perish. The earth would die if the sun stopped kissing her. Hafiz is now an exquisite world that perishes when God is not near. Well, it's very interesting, you know, a lot of this journey here of meditation and even, even those that may be drawn to this pathway to begin with, maybe more towards the psychic or beginning to be able to see spiritually or clairvoyantly. Well, there is this action of that opening of the spiritual eye so that we can begin to perceive and to see more clearly really into the realms of spirit beyond this physical realm. And so in meditation, be aware that a big part of this action is that greater opening of the eye, and that's what we could also call the awakening. It really is just the soul of who we are, or that inner eye opening to see, or us opening to really be able to perceive that greater truth of spirit. But ultimately, it's really viewing from the soul. So I don't mean just gazing into the physical through the third eye, but really awakening to the soul of who we are and allowing that greater seeing to take place. And that seeing takes us beyond the psychic material worlds and truly into the realms of spirit to be able to truly perceive the greater truth of spirit. So in meditation, in this awakening process, as we go within, we are beginning to open the eye, to open the ear, to open to that greater movement of spirit so that we truly do experience and come to know that knowing is really all of those senses, if we can even call them that, it's just the soul's awakening to that greater experience where it begins to turn its gaze away from the world and really back into spirit. Again, the simplicity that we always speak of here is that simply the soul has turned away from God and has looked down and out into this physical material creation. And in this action of meditation, we are simply turning once again back towards that source from which we've come. And in that turning is what we could also call the opening, where we begin to wake up and now begin to know, to see and to hear. 
But a lot of the times we may perceive this or call this more of a psychic type of experience. And be aware, that's fine because the soul is entrapped in the psychic material worlds. And in that journey of awakening, we are going to once again awaken back through those worlds on the journey to spirit. So in that journey, there is going to be the experiences that we could call psychic or worldly or intuitive. And that is part of the awakening process where we begin to have these type of psychic or inner experiences that we could call the phenomena or the paranormal or the metaphysical. It's all part of the journey. But the thing to ever be aware of is to remember to keep looking up, to keep moving, and not allow yourself to get stuck or caught up in whatever may be going on in the moment. That's how we lose ourselves, is simply by getting caught up into what may be taking place in the moment. And then we try to build upon that or make something more of it. As we do that, we simply just hold ourselves back from the greater freedom of the continuing journey of awakening. So a lot of this, just as we talk of neutrality or unconditional loving, well, to move into that greater neutrality, we've got to do what we can to stay free and clear within ourselves. <clears throat> so in this journey, just ever staying present and holding our attention always on the loving, the light and the sound, is how we stay focused into that divine current. And then in that, God does the rest. That's where we don't have to do the work of really, in a sense, lifting ourselves. But we really allow God to lift us. But it's up to us to focus into that action so that it can take place. So be aware of this. It's a very simple action but it is so phenomenal and so awesome and amazing as we begin to have inner experience and wake up that in that amazement we can get attached to the phenomena that we may be walking through on that journey. So just always pay attention because as you pay attention is how you are going to learn, how you are going to wake up, how you are going to see what you are doing to either allow yourself to be caught up and stuck or to allow yourself to maintain that freedom and neutrality so that you, the soul, can continue moving on this journey. The wonderful thing is when you really wake up and know that greater river of loving that in meditation we are getting into, that that river will also bring us through all the areas of karma that are to be fulfilled in this lifetime. That river will bring us through all the areas of karma to be fulfilled in this lifetime. And that may include all the other lifetimes to get free. Because you see that river is that expression of God's loving. That is that movement of light and sound. That's this pathway. It's the light and the sound, or the sound current, the Holy Spirit, the audible life stream. 
We in meditation simply are getting into that river, that current, and then allowing the current to bring us along the journey. But as we are brought along in the journey, we will experience that greater movement, sometimes very subtle and sometimes very tangible, very real, very profound, very intense. These are different levels of fullness of experience. Sometimes we are really in it and really know it. And other times when it's subtle, maybe we're in it just a little bit. So we only have a little bit of awareness. Because there are the experiences we're completing and fulfilling. So we may have more awareness of that. But then there are the experiences we're now just beginning to move into. So maybe we only have a subtle or a little bit of an awareness of what is taking place. And I'm talking about inner levels, not just in meditation and out-of-body things, but even in the dream state or even throughout the day, if you feel or see or have an inner knowing that you might call an intuition or an awareness of something, it can come at any time in all sorts of ways. So in other words, don't limit it. Meditation, I like to say, opens the door. But once that door is open, it can come at any time, in any place, in any way. But in order for us to wake up and be aware of what's taking place spiritually, we've always got to hold our attention here at the seat of the soul. So in a sense, meditate all day long. But the true action of meditation is simply holding our attention on that inner light and sound which is that expression of loving. And then it all unfolds. Our work is simply to be loving. And in the loving, it all awakens. That's why I keep saying over and over, be aware. Be aware. This journey of awakening is really the journey of the soul fulfilling its karmas, bringing things to completion so that it really can be done with this world of the mind, imagination, emotions, the body, the unconscious, all of this world of illusion to be done, to be detached, to once again be reinstated and remembered into that greater oneness of spirit. As we pay attention, we become more and more aware. Even right here in class, even as we're talking, what are you doing inside? Are you just listening with your physical ears to the words? Or are you focused here at the seat of the soul and allowing yourself to be open to perceive however it comes forward, whether it's a feeling on the top of the head, a movement through the body, a seeing spiritually, a hearing spiritually, as well as listening physically. But what is it behind the physical? Are you allowing yourself to experience because that's where this greater awakening takes place it's not what's being said physically 
It's what's being experienced spiritually that this journey that we are doing here in ILM is truly about in that greater truth and fullness. So it's always bringing our attention back inside to the seat of the soul to allow ourselves to awaken to that greater knowing. And if we keep looking inside, is how we open ourselves and make ourselves available so that we truly do come to know in greater and greater ways on this journey. And in that knowing, there even comes the knowing of how to handle even those situations and circumstances even into our physical lives, even the details of what to do. But more than that, that greater journey within, those details of what to do within to let go of the outer, to let go of our thoughts and feelings around the outer, to let go. Be aware. And be aware of the differences that are in the different inner experiences. If you perceive spirit looking into the physical, you're going to mislead yourself. In other words, if you go inside the meditation to look to God, to try to see the answer in the world of what you need to do with whatever your problem is, you're going to mislead yourself. Because to truly look to God, you've got to let go of the world. If you want the world, look into the world. Look into the world for the answer if it is something in the world you're trying to find an answer to. But then you've got to go and do and participate. Involve yourself to find that answer. Whether that answer is, what do I do with my life? What do I do for a job? What do I do for a relationship? What do I do for this? What do I do for that? How am I going to make the money? Pay the bills? When you truly look to God just for that reason alone, those other answers also come. So do you hear what I'm saying? Don't look to God for the world. Look to God for God. And then the world is handled. And it often will not be handled in the way we would expect or think or necessarily even want. That's probably almost always the case. But it's not going to be the way we want. It's just going to be the way it is. But that way that it is, is the way that God is bringing it to fulfillment as you choose God. Because that's what we're doing when we choose God. We're saying, Lord, I surrender. I give up my ways, my wills, my wants, my wishes, so that thy will can be done, so that I may step free and clear and release this world and release myself back into you. That's how the way gets clear, as we get it clear by letting it go. And then truly allowing God to bring to fulfillment 
those actions, experiences that we are to have in this physical journey so that it does get done, so that it does get fulfilled spiritually, karmically, Because in truth, the only way it is going to get fulfilled is as we allow the loving to fulfill it. Because truly, the fulfillment is the soul moving into the greater fullness of loving. That's the fulfillment. Not trying to get the karma done, not trying to release the karma, but rather moving towards the fulfillment of loving. And then the karma gets released. The karma gets handled. It gets completed. And then we step free and really come to know the greater truth of the divine, of the spirit that we are, not only in this world, but truly back in the realm of spirit. That journey is one of coming to know the truth with a capital T, not just their own personal little truth of our expression in the world, but the truth that is God or spirit. That's really this greater journey. But to get to that big truth, we've got to first follow our own little inner truth because it leads us into that greater fulfillment by fulfilling the single I to move into the greater I am. So in these sharings, even the words being spoken, they are for guidance, direction, information to lead us into the true essence of spirit. And that's what the value is in listening here to any true teacher where that word is made flesh. It is truly the essence that is in those words as they're spoken and shared, but more so in those sacred names given in initiation where that essence is anchored at the seat of the soul and its consciousness and its fullness. And that's really the true second birth or the birth of the spirit being born again. And that's what is going on in this action of the spiritual eye opening. It is opening till we see fully the true child of God that we are, where the Christ is born where the soul is awakened. So initiation is that action of anchoring that fullness of God's loving in us and through us. And that pathway is the journey that as we chant those sacred names within, that that power within those names is what brings a soul into the awakening, into the knowing, opening the eye, opening the ear, coming to know 
that greater inner truth of the divine. There's no need for psychic development here. There's no need to try to see auras, to read people's minds, to be intuitive. Believe me, if you need to know or have those types of abilities, sometimes called the gifts of spirit, in this action of initiation, that will be brought forward by God because you allow yourself to surrender to God. And don't be surprised if you have those experiences maybe from time to time. And don't be surprised if you have those experiences and then they go away. And then you wonder what happened. Did I do something wrong? Am I not doing the meditation right anymore? No. It is simply because if you're meant to have those experiences, that that was part of your journey through this world, part of your karmas, to be fulfilled by having the experience. But then as you move through that, the karma is completed. And so maybe those experiences or abilities drop away because they only served you on the level they were on. And if you keep focusing them in, into there, it can hold you into that level. But as you, the soul, go into higher frequencies, maybe some of those abilities drop off. Because a lot of those abilities of what we call psychic gifts are often just dealing with the astral realm. Not completely, not fully, but a lot of them are. That's why I'm saying don't look to this pathway as psychic development. But be aware in the soul's journey of awakening, it may have the psychic experience. It's called don't be attached to it. But yet in all of this, it's amazing because as we awaken, we do become more and more aware. But more aware of the truth of spirit beyond even the psychic metaphysical. And it's amazing when you begin to awaken beyond the psychic levels into the realms of spirit, it is so incredible you will care less about everything below. And then a wonderful thing happens. You find yourself moving into this greater experience of just loving and accepting all things just the way they are. Not trying to manipulate it, not trying to change it, not trying to control it, not trying to figure it out or make it something other than what it is. In other words, we leave it alone. While at the same time, we're taking action, we're being responsible, we're participating, we're enjoying, and we're truly living our lives but it's truly living from a place of loving and acceptance. And when we are living in that place, there's no need for all the other. And a cool thing happens too. We actually start becoming more practical with our lives and live our lives in more ordinary or normal ways, if you want to call it that, in the physical. Our lives actually get easier because we are living more practically and ordinarily. Because we're no longer trying to psychically control it or figure it out or make it go the way we want it to. Because we've let it all go. Lord, thy will be done. 
And then God's will is done. And we get to now live in the greater freedom and the joy that is that spirit of loving in its greater truth. And then, whatever we need unfolds before us. Whatever we need to know comes present. Whatever we need to do simply unfolds and we walk through it with ease and grace, just allowing it to all unfold and happen without the need to control or manipulate, but simply to let it be and actually enjoy the unfolding journey as we still are here in this physical world, experiencing all the joys and the pains. But then even the pains begin to have greater purpose because we see the greater perfection of spirit behind all of the physical creation and all that comes with it. So enjoy. Don't be so concerned. Don't worry if you're confused. Don't worry if you wonder. Just don't worry. Just allow it to be. And the more you just allow it to be, and once again, call your attention back to the seat of the soul, looking inwards and upwards on that divine flow, is how you open and allow the grace now simply to unfold it. And then the worry goes. Then the questions go. And the answers come. And the circumstances unfold because you allow that action of grace in you and through you so that it all can be done and fulfilled truly in alignment with God's will through every realm of creation, even this physical one. You don't even have to question it. You don't have to doubt it. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to make believe either. Just stay present, inwards and upwards. Just be present, and then you'll wake up and come to know the greater truth of all this unfolding action as a divine movement brings you into and through all of life's experiences on its journey. And when that divine knowing comes in, You'll know it. You'll be aware of it. And then you'll come to fulfill the greater fulfillment. The joy of the soul itself is so immense. When you wake up and see the face of God, you'll come to know your true self and the love and the joy that is so amazing. From that point, you won't seek the world. You won't seek the fulfillment in the world. You will really then truly now seek the greatest fulfillment in spirit to truly wake up once again into the oneness where the drop returns into the ocean 
to know itself as one with its creator, not as a separate creation, not having come from God, but rather having returned now into God, to know itself in that oneness where I and the Father are one, is the true fulfillment in that greatest way that we are walking on this journey. We have to give up the world and all the pursuits, but yet still participate so that which we have to experience is completed. So it's not a pulling away from the world. It is simply a turning to spirit. And then as that we turn to spirit inside, then we allow the world to be fulfilled by our actions. As we walk through this world, we do in loving and acceptance. And in that neutrality, the world is fulfilled because no longer are we walking through it with attachments and expectations, but rather neutrality and loving and accepting, just as it is. Until that very last breath, and then that eternal joy springs forward because we know we are nearing the end of this physical journey and can once again now return fully into that ocean of spirit. The karma's done, the journey's fulfilled, and truly there's no need to return to once again experience what this world is about and all that goes with it. So once again, be aware. Be aware of that inner journey. Be aware of the unfolding movement of loving. Be aware. And don't be concerned with what the outer expression looks, sounds, or feels like. Rather be focused inwards and upwards so that you know that fulfillment, that experience. Joy always comes to those inwardly attentive to God. Joy is always possible in every moment. Joy is the natural expression of the soul's unfolding. Joy is a fulfillment. So be fulfilled and let the joy unfold. Encounter yourself. This inner journey through meditation, is truly one of encountering yourself. It is not one of psychic perception or experience dealing with 
outer creations. This is an encounter of the self. So look to the self. Don't you notice as we go into meditation? Aren't we always about focusing into the soul? Here at the spiritual eye? Because it's awakening to that true self. So look to your meditation as an encounter with the true self, the soul. Don't look to the meditation to find even the steps on the journey. Don't even look for what's next. What do I do now? How do I do this? How do I do that? But rather look to awaken to the self, the soul. Let that direct encounter be your sole purpose and focus. Because in that is where we awaken to the full knowing. That's what this journey is about anyway. Even our physical life, even our imaginary life, even our emotional life, even our mental life, even our life unconsciously truly is about encountering the true self. It's all an encounter with the self. That's why we joke around when we say it's always about me. Because it is. But the me that is the soul. So go within to encounter the true self. Because that's where the awakening takes place. Is that inner encounter. And as we look to the soul, all this other, I was just describing, unfolds naturally. There's nothing we need to do. It all unfolds as we look within to the soul because the soul is all-knowing, made in the likeness of God, as God. The soul, all-knowing, all-one, all-seeing, all-hearing, ever-experiencing, and knowing the greater truth is the soul. Now, doesn't that simplify meditation? Just looking to the soul, loving the truth of who you are. That's the real loving going on here. That loving is the very direct experience that comes with awakening where the knowing and living takes place. So simply look to the soul and all the rest unfolds. Even all the outer stuff what we think we need to do or to know, to find out. Seek, ask, and knock, right? Remember those? Well, instead of doing it with an outer source, do it all inside with your true, greater self. Because that's how you're going to come to know. 
And that, my friends, is the fulfillment in the fullness where you'll truly wake up and know yourself, not only a soul, but truly that very essence of God. So be one and be aware.